0: From the Ty Cats Audio Network, this is tie Cats Today with Brayden Neville.
1: On today's episode, Coach O discusses the Ty Cats receiving core and their success they've been having lately. Jameer Thurman talks about shutting down AJ Olette and Chad Kelly. Taylor Powell answers questions about the upcoming game, and we get a surprise reporter in the room who may or may not be another one of the Cats quarterbacks, and Keandre Smith speaks about returning home. It's Thursday, September 21st, 2023, and you're listening to Ticats Today. The Cats continue to prepare for their matchup with the Argos on Saturday today with a practice at Tim Hortons Field, followed by some... Extra film time for the team as they normally do on these days. The Ticats are looking to win their third straight game in a row, and a big part of their recent success has been that receiving core. We've seen production from every guy in that group, and Cocho spoke about their success of late and more following today's practice.
2: I just really feel like that, you know, when they've been targeted, they've, they've come up and made their play. That's really what it's been about. You know, I think each of them have had key second down conversions. If you go through the board, I know I, we highlighted that, that you don't know who it's going to be on any given time. I know that the first name that comes to mind is obviously Tim, but uh, if you really take a deep look at the film, the ball's being spread around quite a bit. So I can just say that uh, the coach is doing a great job preparing them, and they're doing a great job performing. Um, going up against Chad
1: Kelly this weekend, how does this defense get him off his game?
2: Well, any quarterback, you know, you got you got to pressure him at times, you got to play coverage at times, you got to have a good mix. Uh, obviously, that starts up front. And so um, he's, you know, he's he's having a great season for a reason and I think that he'll take off with it if he needs to and he'll also stay in there and take take a hit. He's shown that, and I think that's pretty evident when you look at the tape. So, um, you know, I don't know exactly what it looks like. We have a game plan, but uh, I know that it's always going to start up front, and we're going to have to do a great job of mixing our coverages and pressuring. Well, I think a lot of it, you know, has to do with just continuity. And the other thing is, you know, making timely plays consistently. Uh, The tangible things obviously are – you know our turnover slash takeaway that ratio right there. I think we've done a good job of getting the football. I think we've done a, a really good job of of protecting the football, and and then of course we've been scoring touchdowns uh, when we when we've gotten down there, and and I think we've done a decent job of giving up field goals. And then you add special teams. I think they've done a decent job of covering, and we've done a we've done a better job with our punt placement. So it's it's uh, it's three phases. I mean you have there's a bigger sample size, but it, it doesn't really compare to something that we went through last year where you play them four times in five weeks then I think you really get a bead because you're studying the same tape this is a little bit different so you are playing the same team but you know if you look at the starting lineups of both teams from the first game to now you're going to see some uh, in some instances subtle changes and then there's some drastic changes also so um, yeah there's familiarity absolutely but there's no stock in that this is just uh, this game this week uh, on Saturday. No, they you know, I'm sure they're playing to have the best record in the league since whatever year, and I'm sure they'll be highly motivated. They're playing at home, they're playing us, and we don't put we don't put any focus in on that. We expect their best, and uh, to perfect protect their home turf. But like, like always, Dan, we're gonna focus on ourselves and our improvement. It's it's really just what what you know. It's it's matchups that you target really, and then who you want to do. And sometimes the game doesn't call to be in second and ten at that particular situation or uh, you know, every every game is just a little bit different from quarter to quarter from series to series and then there's times when we're going to take a shot and don't worry about second and ten uh, if the ball's incomplete and you know when you're on offense we like to think that the ball should be 80-20 hours and we're on defense we think the defense should be 80-20. That's just our mentality. We don't look at them as 50-50 balls and so um, Each game will present its own. Some there may be more opportunities, and some there may be less. Uh, Sometimes it just unveils as the game goes on.
1: That was Coach O following today's practice at Tim Hortons Field. Taylor Powell will look to win his third straight game in his eighth start But he will have a tough task here because the Argos defense has been very good this season and they've been able to contain this Ticats offense in the first three meetings. But it almost feels like this game might be different. The Ticats are a different team than they were at the start of the season and They may even be a different team than they were on Labor Day when these two teams last met. The offense is producing, the defense has been incredible, and Taylor Powell is a big part of the reason why. Powell spoke about his options at receiver and even answered a few questions from fellow QB, Bo Levi-Mitchell.
0: You got a bunch of good guys, and uh, all I got to do is be a point guard and get it to them.
1: Now heading up against this Toronto defense, just what needs to be done? You got off to a quick start in the last game. What needs to be done in this game game to do the same thing?
0: Uh, just execute the game plan, uh, just be us, just get the ball to playmakers and uh, run the ball. So, I think just more reps you get against a certain team and a certain defense, uh, the more you become familiar with them and start knowing where to go with the ball and how to play them and how to attack them. So I definitely think it helps. Uh, just tell you, I try to get better each day and each day I try to find something to improve on and um, like I say in the quarterback room, just uh, find like that one thing to get better at and whether it's knowing my hots, knowing how to move in the pocket, just, uh, just learning things from Matt and Bo, and just become more comfortable with Scott and offense. I don't think we really focus on all that stuff at the end of the season. I think we're just have a bunch of single-game seasons just back end, and just trying to see what happens, man, just play good ball and leave the rest up to whatever happens. Uh, I mean, I think they're... I mean, their record's what it is for a reason, right? And they're great up front. They got a very good linebacking core, and then they play very well in the back end, are well-coached, and know how to play what they play. And uh, they present a lot of problems, and we definitely have our hands full. Uh, yeah, sure, you know, we'll I mean, yeah. Just, right.
1: uh,
0: I think any time you can present the defense with having multiple things to cover, it. Uh, Definitely beneficial for you as an offense and as a quarterback, just not being one dimensional. So, yeah. So, what would you say? uh, Hey, Bo, how are you? (laughs) Is your uh, favorite cup of coffee? Hmm. (laughs) Uh, Depends on the time of day. Yeah. Yeah. Can you give me an example? Uh, Morning, black, dark, gross. And how many cups do you drink a day? Depends on the day. Uh, Minimum. Minimum four. Seventeen. And I'm on four. And one last question: Who's the yeah. fastest in the quarterback room? Uh, I think it's Bow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: That was Taylor Powell. Also, four cups of coffee a day is apparently the antidote to winning football games. So if that's the case, then TP should have a coffee maker on the bench because it's clearly working. One of those options that TP has to his disposal is Keandre Smith. These Toronto games are a little more special for Keandre being from Markham, Ontario and gives him a chance to play in front of a little bit more friends and family than normal and one of those family members being Pinball Clemens, his godfather and general manager of the Toronto Argonauts. Keandre spoke about this receiving group playing against family and more following today's practice. Um
3: they're just more so like home games, right? I got a lot of family out there. A lot of friends that are going to come up to the game, so it's going to be feel like a home game for me.
1: What's the routine like when you play in these games in Toronto? Is it a little different than a normal away game?
3: Um, it's different from a normal away game, seeing as we don't wake up in the same city. We're not taking the bus there. The schedule's a little different getting down, but for me, it's all the same. I'll be in bed till noon.
1: What's your game day routine normally?
3: Uh, sleep in way too dang much, <laughs> and then try and get to the stadium for three hours before, and then go through my little process of my stretch, warm-up, etc.,
1: are you going to have a lot of family at the game? I, I mean, I'm assuming so, being in Toronto.
3: Yeah, mom, dad's, uncle's, friends, everybody.
1: So you're getting hit up for tickets by pretty much the whole family? Or
3: what? Oh, yeah. That's, just... that's the stress right there.
1: And then getting to play against your godfather's team. We've talked about this before, but is it always nice to to get to hang out with pinball or go, go see pinball either after the game? It's nice to see him every time I get the opportunity, yeah.
3: but... Uh... Not seeing him as a friendly today.
1: Yes, yes. So you're on en- enemy terms today. Now let's talk about that offense. This receiving core has had so many guys able to contribute towards the success of this team, especially over the last several games. What have you noticed in that core that's been gelling with Taylor and, and the rest of that line?
3: There's not a man in that receiving core who can't be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody's completely capable of doing anything that you ask of them, and they will make the play if the ball comes their way. So,
1: What can you say about Taylor? as a quarterback this season just coming into the league as a as a true rookie and and what he's done from the start point to to where he's at now
3: i think his growth has been phenomenal i think he's adjusted very well to the uh to the canadian game seeing as it differs from the american game Mm -hmm. Uh, i think he's grasped the bigger field a lot better and he's getting into his groove
1: and what's this discussion like with with you and working with you as a receiver and the rest of that receiving core during practice, is he a vocal leader? Is he, is he a guy who likes to talk to you and just make sure you're on the same terms? Yep, yeah, he likes to talk
3: a lot. Like, There's no such thing as too much communication with Taylor, and that's a great thing for a quarterback so that we all know what's going on at all times.
1: A guy who stepped into this starting rotation here and at the receiving core is Omar Bayless. What, what have you seen from him and a guy who's worked so hard all season and now benefiting from from getting some starting time here and and playing quite well over the last several games
3: um no that guy can flat out ball it was just a matter of when he got on the field and there wasn't any doubt that when he got on the field he would make an impact he's an amazing receiver
1: and then one final guy I wanted to touch on Tim White Uh, I mean what can you say about Tim White that hasn't already been said but it seems like he's been on another level over the last like four or five games or whatever it may be um,
3: I think for tim white it 's just a situation where preparation meets opportunity right He puts in the work he gets in here early he studies his he studies his film, studies his playbook he always knows what he has to do so it 's just preparation meeting opportunity right there
1: we 're reaching we 're in the second half well into the second half of the season here. How do you feel you 've grown this season as a player
3: um, I just feel like my grasp on how to play this game as a team has has gone gone a lot better and uh I think for me the growth has just been trying to figure out exactly what my role is and how to ex- excel in my role and do my job.
1: Taking on the Argos this weekend, big rivalry game. How does this offense put up touchdowns and, and beat this Argos team and avoid the sweep?
3: On the ground, in the air, and on special teams.
1: That was Keandre Smith, and he will certainly be ready to play in this final installment of the Battle of the QEW until maybe playoffs when these two teams meet again. Who knows? We will see. Going to the other side of the ball on defense, Jameer Thurman and the Ticats defense has just been stellar, and will look to make Chad Kelly and AJ Ouellette's life as miserable as possible on Saturday. Jameer spoke about how he plans to do that today.
4: It's really, you just got to wrap up and you got to dry your feet, you know. A lot of things, arm tackles aren't going to bring them down, um, and we've seen that throughout the year, and uh, we've also experienced it ourselves. So it's just fundamentals tackling, you know. We got a gang tackle, you know. It's going to be a pretty tough back to bring down, but, you know, if we keep hitting them and hitting them, then it'll be a lot easier.
1: Has this offensive success really helped you on defense be able to, to stop and, and have more
4: momentum, I guess, on that defense? I mean, I think you can say that about any offense. Whenever they are moving, you know, it allows the defense to, you know, be able to play a little faster because they don't have to be, have to be so tight because the offense is moving the ball and scoring more points. I think that's when any team across the league. But, yes, the offense – um, you know, scoring those touchdowns, it makes us want to, you know, match their intensity as well. You know, it's it feeds back and forth as far as the momentum. When the offense is doing good, we want to go out there and do good as well. We're, we're kind of competing with each other, but at the same time, we're striving for the same goal, and that's the win. Now, having played
1: Toronto three times already this season, does that help at all going into this
4: game? I mean, of course. You know, I mean, we, we played them a lot. Um, they know who we are. We know who they are. You know, it's all about execution at the end of the day. We have not executed... Uh, to our standard every time we've went against them, and that's why the outcome has been what it is, and we were looking to change that. No, I think for us, you know, it's, 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 I think we see this game as an opportunity to, uh, you know, set the tone. You know, we, we're trying to make a push for the playoffs right now, and, um, you know, this is, this is a, te- a team that we, we, we're looking forward to seeing in the playoffs as well. So, you know, we can set the tone right now and let them know what they're going to be in for.
1: That was Jameer Thurman. Big thanks to him for being on the show, as well as Keandre Smith, Taylor Powell, and Coach O. Cats fans, remember, if you're heading to BMO Field this Saturday to watch the big Cats Argos, Battle of the QEW, then show your BMO game tickets and score 20% off at the Cat shop. That goes on until September 23rd. Shop hours are Tuesday to Saturday from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Tons of great stuff in the shop right now. I, I honestly... I mean it when I say I'm getting something new every week because there's always something new in the shop. So go check it out and take advantage of that discount if you're going to the game in Toronto. Also, if you're making the trip to Toronto, make sure to stop by the Brazen Head Irish Pub in Liberty Village to meet with your fellow Ticats fans before that 7 p.m. kickoff. This one has all the makings of being another great game in the CFL, and let's hope the Cats can avoid that sweep. That's all the time for me today. I want to thank you for listening to Ticats today.